Father, I bow down and worship and exalt your holy name. Thank you, Jesus, for redeeming us. And thank you for paying the price for us that we can be here today to worship and exalt your holy name. Have your way in each and every one of us. Let our minds be deleted and only what Holy Spirit is giving us should rest in our minds, should rest in our hearts. Holy Spirit, we thank you for you are the teacher and we give ourselves unto you this morning. Have your way. Teach us the word that will make us become better people and be transformed. Touch us in different ways, in different things. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I open the spiritual eyes and ears of the people so they may hear the word afresh and they may see these days as a different day. May they not see a woman standing here, but they may see your spirit and hear from you. Thank you, angels of ministration. Take full charge of your work. You are welcome and we love you. And in Jesus Christ's name, I pray surrendering to you, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can you celebrate Jesus? Can I hear a big amen? Can I hear a big amen? Amen. Amen. God bless you. Could you celebrate worshipers as they take their seats? Are you jealous? Why are you not celebrating them in a better way? Celebrate them. Celebrate them. Thank you, worshippers. God bless you. Celebrate the ashes. God bless you, ashes. Celebrate the media team. Amen. Celebrate the servants of God in the house. Hallelujah. We are in the first Sunday of December. And we're in the first English service. Hallelujah. Amen. Then we will be moving to Swahili service by 11. Hallelujah. Because it's English, we're going to stick to time of English time. And then we're going to be having Holy Communion in the second service today. Are you blessed? Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Be seated. Now, today I want to speak about the kingdom wealth. I want to give you a few points just as a reminder of what you know and uh, what you need to do maybe before the end of this year and what you need to get ready to do in the beginning of 2023. Hallelujah. I'm talking to somebody, yeah? yeah. Amen. So now, the word of the Lord says in the book of Matthew, seek the kingdom first and all these things that will follow you. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord is showing us that if we want the things of the kingdom, we first need to seek the kingdom of God first. Because it says, seek the kingdom first and then these things will follow you. So we are speaking about kingdom wealth. So if you want the kingdom wealth, you need to seek the kingdom first. But many other times, and we have said this all through years, in church we come to seek the things first before we seek the kingdom. And that's why we go wrong. And that's why we are not enjoying the kingdom of God. If we go to enjoy the wealth of the kingdom of God, 
There is no shortcut, but we got to seek the kingdom first. Viewers on Facebook and Instagram, God bless you. I hope you're not just lazy bags who don't go to church waiting to just be online. I encourage you to be going to church every Sunday. Only those who are my spiritual children that they have not found a church nearby and they have to be you know, connected with us because they're in different countries. Otherwise, invite the sick as they're in their hospital beds. They can be watching and they can be healed. And also invite those people, you know, that they don't like going to church. We can start building them here and then they can start going to church. On Wednesday, we learned one of the good habits Jesus had was to go to church. And if we are saying we are ambassadors of Jesus Christ and we Christians, as Christians, we need to follow the steps of Jesus Christ. So if you're a Christian and you're at home and it's on a Sunday morning, it's an error. Hallelujah. Not unless you're in Canada, America, you know, UK, those countries that people are still asleep. So you wake up to be connected with us on the service. But you find people, they're just here in Jerusalem. Somebody's just sleeping and they want miracles and they're going to complain. Why me? I didn't get restored the whole year. Why me? I didn't recover. Why I'm not getting married? Your blessings, you need to come and collect them from the church. Come. This is the altar of God and this is an oracle of God. So, I encourage every one of you, and now don't disappear from watching me because you know I'll rebuke you. Ah, but it is important for you to go to church. We love you so much and God bless you and thank you for being connected. Invite at least, you know, five people, number of grace, so that they can hear the word. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. So now, we have to understand that God wants us to be rich and I've said this many times. God did not create us so we can suffer with poverty. God created us so we can enjoy all what he has created. And that's why in the beginning of the scripture, it says that he has given us dominion over every creature, over everything. So whoever came and preached that Christians, we need to be too humble and be poor, it was wrong. Because when Jesus died, he died as a criminal. He was whipped as a sigma, I mean, uh, stripes because of the diseases, so we can be healed and we can walk with full prosperity. You can prosper in good health. You can prosper in wealth. You can prosper all around. And that's why he gave us Holy Spirit who should be our helper. Hallelujah. So that means it is not easy to become rich on your own as a Christian. You need Holy Spirit in every area of your life. It is not easy for you to have good health by just your own ways as a Christian. I'm talking to Christians. I don't know the others how they do it, but I'm speaking to a Christian. It means as a Christian, if you want good health, ask Holy Spirit to help you. How? To show you the right food to eat. To show you the right exercise to do. To show you the things you need to do. So when we speak of Holy Spirit helping us to become wealth, he doesn't mean that he comes and tells you. He just comes and tells you, your wealth, and that's it. No. The Bible already, the word, Jesus has already spoken to us here. The word has spoken that we are wealthy. 
Because he died and rose again. Amen? So we can have abundance. So we, we need to possess that abundance. But if we are going to possess that abundance, we need to see what the scripture is saying, what the principles are. So I want to encourage you by telling you that poverty has never been part of God's oh, plan. Yes. Amen. For anyone, his plan for us is to, is to prosper according to the book of Jeremiah chapter 19 and verse 11 to 12. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for, go for good and not for disaster to give you a future and hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. Amen. So, you know, for you to be able to go with the principles of the word of God, you need to read and understand with the revelation. Because here the word of the Lord says, for my plans. And we always like bragging with that scripture. Mm. Every one of us here, oh, me, I know God's plans for me is mm. to prosper. Mm. Look here. It says, for I know the plans for, the plans I have for you. You can put it on the screen. For I know the plans I have for you. So God is saying, for I know the plans I have for you. Says the Lord. Mm. They are plans for good, not for disaster. To give you future and hope. We always put a full stop up to there. Deeper, mama. Almost every one of us, we know this scripture. Up to there, we put the full stop. We say, for I know the plans I have for you, mm. declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and future. We never continue. Let's continue. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Mm. So there's a condition here. That if we want to prosper, then we will have to come. You have to come to God. He's not coming to you. You'll have to come to his throne. Pray to him and he will listen to you. But what do we do? We wait for God to come to us. Mm. And here the scripture says you will come. Deeper, mom. I love my... NLT scripture. It says, in those days when you pray, I will listen. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end you. I'll end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I send you and will bring you I will bring you home again to your own land. Don't, don't, don't leave NIV. It's okay. So, then you will call and continue with the next scripture, the next one. Continue with the next one. Continue with the next one. Be fast. Uh -huh. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I'm seeing three things here. You will come. You will pray. Yes. You will seek. Yes. And when you seek, it is not just seeking. I'm seeking God. Mm. You will seek with your all your hearts. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm guiding you on how to get prosperity. Yes, mama. 
So, if you want to be in this category where we say that God doesn't want us to be poor, God wants us to be rich, it's not his plan for us to be poor, then we need to abide with these four things in that. Mm. We need Amen. to come to him. Yes. We need to pray to him. Yes. We need to seek him. And not just seek him. He says, when you seek, when you seek me with all your heart, continue with the scripture. Hey, now after you've done all that, he says, I will be found by you. Hallelujah. He's readily available for you. Declares the Lord, I will bring you back from captive. Amen. So you want to be restored. You need to abide. That is why we had to first. That is why we have to pray when we come to church and even when we're at home. And we have to seek God. Amen. In quiet places. And we'll bring you back from captive. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you. Amen. Declares the Lord. I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. So when we do these things, there's a promise of restoration of our prosperity. So this scripture gives us hope. But it will work for you if you abide with it. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's see 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, what it says. And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need. And plenty left over to share with others. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. So number two. God is very generous to let us suffer. He doesn't want us to suffer. But what does the scripture say? And God is able to bless you abundantly. So that in all things. At all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's read verse 9 also. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Another secret you have to understand about the kingdom of God. When God blesses us generously like that, he wants us to bless the poor. Amen. It is a way of sustaining the wealth of God. Or it's a way of sustaining the riches of the kingdom of God. But many other times when we get blessed, we pocket, we run very fast. Deeper, mama, deeper. We are coming to that. Mm. So this scripture shows us that God is willing and he is there to bless us generously. He doesn't want us to suffer. God doesn't want you to suffer in any way. Am I talking to somebody? You are speaking, mama. You are speaking to us. Number three. God hates poverty. So number one was God wants us to be rich. And poverty has never been part of his plans. His plan for us is to prosper. And I gave you four key points. You've got to come to God. You've got to pray. You've got to seek him. And you've got to seek him with your whole heart. Amen. And we went to number two. I said God is very generous to let us suffer. 
He wants to bless you generously, but he wants you also to be a blessing to the poor. Amen. Number three comes from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 4 to 6. I read from Messenger. He says, there must be no poor people among you because God is going to bless you lavishly in this land that God, your God is giving you as an inheritance, your very own land, but only if you. One of the things that I found interesting in the scripture, I just put on a full, I'm coming back, just put a comma there. One of the things that I found very interesting in the scripture, when it comes to promises of God, because remember, the scriptures have so many promises of God. We yes. keep on speaking of promises of God. Yes. So when God is speaking about this kind of blessings of prosperity, it's like there's always a condition. Mm. So, so far with the three points, we are seeing conditions. So, I'm bringing you to point number three, which says God hates poverty. It is a killer. It's destroyer. It is part of a curse. He's not part of it. God has never made anyone poor. However, New Testament says poor people will always be amongst us. Mm. But why does it say that poor people will always be amongst us? It's because maybe they have not read this scripture well and seen how we need to go about it. Deeper, my prophet. So the Bible says, there must be no poor in the book of Deuteronomy. There must be no poor people among you because God is going to bless you lavishly in this land that God, your God is giving you as an inheritance. Your very own land, but only if you listen obediently to the voice of God, your God, diligently observing every commandment that I command you today. Oh yes, God, your God will bless you just as he promised that you will lend to many nations but won't borrow from any. Amen. You will rule over many nations, but none will rule over you. Amen. Hallelujah. I receive it. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody say, God will bless me. God will bless me. Just as he promised. Just as he promised. I will not let I will not borrow. I will not borrow. I will lend to many nations. I will lend to many nations. Borrowing is not my portion. Borrowing is not my portion. I will rule many nations. I will rule many nations. None will rule over me. None will rule over me. This is the promise of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, there must be no poor people among you because God is going to bless you lovelishly in this land that God, your God is giving you. As an inheritance, he has given us as an inheritance. So who receives an inheritance? You can't just come to my house mm. And say, I want to inherit your car. I want to inherit these things. Mm. But my children, they yes. have the right to inherit. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Did you know as a member of Rema, a registered member of Rema, 
if somebody decided to take things out of this, you can come and claim you're part of the inheritance. If today we decided we're dissolving the church, as a member of Rema, you have the right to say we are not selling. And if you are selling, the church should get money. Everyone should get a coin from it. It is very key as a child of God to know your rights. Most of us who live here in Tanzania, we don't even know our rights as Tanzanians. That's why police can harass you. It's true, my prophet. Very true. That's why your boss can harass you. But when you get to know your rights as a Tanzanian, what the labor law says, mm. your boss should not give you a headache. Oh, yes. Ask her she's in human resources. It's true, mama. It's very true. But most of, most of you, I see you crying over small things that people are harassing you at work. And I'm like, you just don't know your rights. Mm. Mm. If you could know your rights, you could stand and face your boss and tell your boss, ah. you're not going to fire me. Ah, ah. Mm. It's true, mama. Because you know who you are and you know your rights. Oh, yes. You will face your boss and say, I'm not wrong. Yes. They are not firing me. Mm. And you're not threatening them. It's what the law oh, yes. and tells you. But make sure you've understood mm. what you're saying. Yes, my when they fire you, you just take them there. Mm. They will pay you millions. It's true. I hope nobody works with my husband here. <laughs> don't take him to... Don't take him to Lebanon. I've ever been taken there when I used to work. Companies are always taken to that place. Yes, it's, it's called true. what I even forgot. CMA. CMA. Yeah. Ah, if you've never been taken there, you're not a serious boss. We Become have, a serious boss. We have been there, Mama. My driver, my old driver asked me to pay him, I don't know, 21 million. Mm. I said, for what? Mm. My dear friend, I know the law. I gave you this letter. I did this, this. He was left. Ah. I said, but I'll bless you for three months. <laughs> Get to know your rights. Amen. Amen. So here, the day I understood this creature, it is what changed my life. And not just this scripture. Understanding the word of God has transformed my life. And the people who surround me. And they hear when I speak. They get transformed. Like today, you can get transformed. Yes, ma'am. If you listen and you abide with the word. So here, there are blessings that we've been promised. That we should not be poor. Here the word is telling us, God doesn't want any one of us to be poor. Why? Because poverty destroys. It's true. Very true, my prophet. Poor people don't get respect. Mm. Look at a kid from a rich family getting a good job and yet he was a, 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 a NEF student while you are a NEF student. It's true, mama. Because in the world we live, money speak. Mm. So it's either money speaks or favor of God speaks. Mm. I decide I'm going to look for favor of God. Amen. It is not about my money. Amen. So if you're going to follow and you want the favor of God, and when it comes to this kind of wealth that we are talking about and riches in the Bible, you have to obey the word of God. So the children of Israel, they were commanded not to worship other gods. To just love their God. To destroy all the idols. And for us, there are conditions here I'm going to be giving you. I'm going to be giving you. I'm coming down there. Mm. But one thing you have to understand is that you cannot just 
go to any kingdom and say me I belong to this kingdom I want my wealth mm. understand by laws laws culture principles of that kingdom you think you can just get married to a family and you go you claim their wealth mm. you need to understand how did I get married what does the law of Tanzania say about me being a spouse does it say that I need to inherit the wealth of my father-in-law and many of us we ignore we like running to marriage we don't even read we don't even know what we are we 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 are, are abiding with and that's why a man can just toss to left right center and then you end up going to pay for the divorce mm. you need to know these things children of god knowledge is key amen and it's free i think one of these fine days just the way we brought um the way we brought that uh, doctor to speak to us about cancer mm. i will bring a lawyer who can speak to you about your rights as a tanzanian amen simple rights not in deep just simple things the way you're saying amen i've changed my mind amen you're still asleep hallelujah so you have to obey the voice of god because that's what he says but only if you listen obediently to the voice of god you are god diligently observing every commandment that i command to you today if you are a follower of jesus you need to learn to read the new testament oftenly and abide with what the new testament says amen so we're going to look at what does new testament say about all these things Remember Jesus did not come to destroy the Old Testament he came to perfect it. So every good thing that is in Old Testament we abide with it. So Jesus gave us commandments. Two commandments but they are heavy duty. He says love your God. Mm. It sounds so simple. Mm. But why should it be a commandment if it's simple? because it is not any simple to love a spirit that you don't see with your physical eyes mm. god is a spirit but he says love your god with all your heart and your and strength. and strength these four things we take them for granted but this is where your wealth lies you need to give God your heart as an offering. If you give God as your first offering, hearts you are bound by loving him. Even in the midst of chaos, you mm. still stand and love him. Mm. Your mind all the time is thinking of the word. He's thinking of how you're going to help the poor. He's thinking all the good things you need to do. for God to be glorified not for you to be praised amen for God to be glorified you let holy spirit rest in your soul permanently not only when i'm in need of something is when i need to invite holy spirit to stay in my heart to stay in my soul soul is the house of the holy spirit it's until you learn to let him stay there you will not be able to learn so much from him mm. he will be just asleep 
He'll just be hovering. The word of the Lord says the Spirit of God was hovering around, around the waters. Your strength, you need to give your strength to God. It's a commandment. When you hear me telling you, you need to come to church. You need strength to come to church. It's true. Otherwise, many other times you wake up in the morning and body is telling you, oh, I'm so tired. It's true, Mama. How many normally wakes up like that? Don't lie, because we are many. You even, you even start feeling, I'm sick. Deeper, Mama. Do you, know how, do you know how your mind can give you craziness? I'm sick. Today my legs are hurting. Will I be able to walk to church? You are zooming, Mama. You are zooming. My head is banging. Mm. Come on, somebody. Wake up. Shake that head. Oh, yes. And say, Jesus, wait for it. Oh, yes. I am going to partake my blessings. Amen. I'm going to possess my riches. Amen. My worth. The, it's waiting for me. But the devil is a liar. Likes holding us with these things. Because he knows if you wake up and go to church with strength, praise Jesus without thinking, what is the time? My God, I'm so hungry. Mm. Are they serving breakfast now that fast is over? Mm -mm. I hope they are. Dangerous. I'm also looking forward. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Point number four. So, just remember to abide. With the, with the commandments of God, obey the voice of God. When God speaks to you to do certain things, you have to do them. There's no shortcut. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 18 and 19, and if you can give me, I will appreciate 18 and 19. It says, if you're willing and obedient, you shall lead the good of the land. But I want to read the scripture before that and after that. Just prepare it for me. Amen. But point number four, it says, Jesus became poor so we can be rich. Hence, the grace is there for us to be rich. People are abusing this grace. Let's first read this scripture. It says, come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Amen. Amen. So first, he wants to sort you out from the sins. So you are sorted out, so no more. Saying that it's because I am a sinner. No, Jesus has paid it all. Mm. And then Isaiah 118 says, Come now, let us settle the ma 19. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. Another scripture says, goods of the land. But this one says, you will eat the good things of the land. What are the things of this land? Mm. Why are you not wearing gold? Why are you not wearing Tanzanite? Those are good things of this nation. Deeper, Mama. Isn't it not true? Yes. Tanzanite comes from here. Yes. Every one of us as Christians, we should be wearing Tanzanites. But only if we are willing and obedient to abide with what I'm about to tell you, which you don't like. Mm, deeper. But those who have understood, they love me more when I talk about it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Go to number four. I mean number 20. Verse 20. It says, but 
Eve. Because you know, we like, like everyone, like me, we know that verse 19. Mm. We always avoid verse 18 and we avoid 20. 20. Mm. We stick to 19. Children of God, there are no shortcuts. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Mm. So if you don't abide, you don't hear the voice of God and obey willingly. We don't just obey. We obey willingly. The sword will be upon you. Because you were called here a rebel. Mm. And a rebel is cursed in the yes. Bible. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. sacrifice. And we see God doesn't like rebellious. Rebelliousness, no. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So you want to be well, you need to obey. There's no shortcut on that. Go to the next verse, 21. See how the faithful city has become a prostitute. She's one, she was, I mean, she's once was full of justice, righteousness, used to dwell in her, but now murderers. When we don't listen to God, that's how we start prostituting. Today you are here in this prophet's house, tomorrow you're in another prophet's house, you get tired, you go to Catholic for the service. Mm. You get tired of Catholic, you go to KKT. Mm. You get tired of KKT, you go to TAG. Because you have hoped all prophets. Now you have nowhere to go. You're looking for a religion to be part of. We become sinners of the highest degree. Merci. Let me tell you, however we want to look at, one of the biggest things that is making people not to stick in one church, it is prosperity. Mm. It's true, my prophet. And I mean it is prosperity. If I announce a service where 100 people will live as millionaires, you hey, will see. Hey, hey. It will not be enough space. Uwanja wa taifa will be packed. Yes. If I bring oil, I say God spoke to me in the night. Mm. That this oil, whoever takes it, will become a millionaire. Mm. And this oil will be here at 3 a.m. only. We'll be here at midnight. People who come to service late here, mm -mm. you will see them at 1 a.m. or the day before, yes. queuing yes. to be number one. Yes, my prophet. By midnight. The churches are, that are full right now, they're the ones that keep on promising wealth. Mm. Apart from religious churches, prophetic churches, we like that. There's no shortcut in these things. A bind. With the commandment of God, the commandments of God, and you shall lead the goods of the lands. Number four, I say Jesus became poor, so as we can be rich. Hence, the grace is there for us to be rich. Amen. The Bible says in Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse nine: 
For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. Hallelujah. Jesus died as a poor person. Jesus died so that we can have this grace and we can be blessed abundantly. We can be rich. Actually, the scripture here speaks about richness. So now, if it was that easy, you don't think all pastors will be billionaires. Mm. Show me how many pastors are billionaires. If you just want to sit at home and call for grace, the grace is sufficient. Me, I will be a millionaire. Things don't work out like that, child of God. So the question is, how do I become rich? What is, what is holding me from being rich? Or from being wealthy? But because here the scripture, the word says, become rich. It says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. Mm. So it's through the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake became poor, so that through his poverty might become rich. So where are you not rich? Do you have somebody here who believes in Jesus Christ? Yes. But you're not raising your hands. I'm the only one who is raising. We all believe. Wave at me. You believe in Jesus Christ? Yes. So I have a question. Where are you not rich? Mm. And he died. He died. As a poor man, he gave out all that he had so you can be rich. But we have few wealthy people in Christianity mm. than anywhere else. It's Let's true. be realistic. It's true, Mama. Very true. And the one who becomes rich will be fought mm. by the poor ones. Yes. They want to bring you down. Yes. They will say, you're a devil worshiper. Mm. And especially in Christianity, there's this, this, they're called Freemasons. Yes, Freemasons. That word is very famous. Mm. More than Jesus. With most poor servants of God. Let me tell you. Tell us, Mama. Uneducated people they don't like educated people. It's true. Poor people, they don't like rich people. It's true. But rich people, they love poor people. Yes. Because they're always coming to give us, to help us. Mm. Somehow they love them, but they don't like associating with them. Yes. They want to bless you, and they want to run away very fast. Mm. Why? You have to be careful. I told you this story one time. My old friend, I called him. I said, why you don't pick up my calls? He said, you know me. Me ni shakua sonko. 
Nishakuwa mdosi. Mimi sasa hii naogopa maskini wasije wakanishikisha ugonjwa wa umaskini tena. He told me that but he was joking. He wasn't picking my calls he said, "Hey, Skype it." But I'm telling you seriously. You have to be careful. How many have relatives here that all the time they want your money? You think they want your blessings? They want to bring you to their place. Cuz every other day I want, I want, I want. They don't want to work. They don't want to know how you get your money. Mm. It is none of their business. They just want your money. Yes. They will take you down if you're not careful. Help the poor. Preach to them the gospel. Amen. Hallelujah. And love them. Love them fully. God wants us to love them. So, to be set free from number 1, to be set free from the limited mentality. First you have to understand God sees you as his prosperity agent. Amen. KPA. Kingdom prosperity agent. And now I'm moving first. Stop reasoning with what you have or your education or background. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 to 2. Are you there? Romans chapter 12 verse 1 to 2. I want to move fast. Please, those who are in the system, can we move fast? Therefore, I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true proper worship. That is needed. Go back. Not down. This will be needed for you to be delivered from this kind of poverty. That in view of God's mercy you need to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice underline that in your bible and not just as a sacrifice but holy and pleasing to God this is your true and proper worship so as you worship God it is not about how these people they sing it's not how Naki sings with her nice voice the proper worship that God is in need of you It is this. Verse 2. Do not So do's and don'ts. Here he says, do not be conform do not conform to the pattern. You know, I'm so used to certain scriptures that I've, you know, crammed, so that's why you hear I'm reading something different. Do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good pleasing and perfect will amen to this is what you need to be set free from the limited mentality as christians we are failing because we have certain mentality there is a way we see things mm. we are born again christians but still we reason like people who are in this world 
do not be conformed by the things of this world. Amen. You are not a merely citizen of this world. You are a citizen from heaven. Amen. Heaven is your place. And if you don't reason like from the kingdom where you come from, there is a problem. Number two. And, and before I move to number two, there's a point I had highlighted here. It shows us that God brings the best out of you, develops the well-formed maturity in you when we read this scripture. So point number two, how do we get out of, how do we get set free from this mentality? It is when we give ourselves to God fully. Number two, Stop looking for your own resources. Your own resources don't qualify you to make it. But Jehovah Jireh qualifies you. Look at Jesus asking the disciples. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish. They answered. What did they answer? That was their answer. I wanted to see if you're following me. So Jesus is in the midst of people and he can see the hunger that needs to be fed and he's asking what they have. And the, and the disciples comes back and says, we only have five loaves and two fish. Mm. First, actually, I think they had said they have nothing. One of them is the one who said, no, we have Five loaves and two fish. When you keep on reasoning with your papers, show me how many people have a degree. How many people have a degree and they take home $10,000 per month? Mm. So if you reason with your degree, just know you will keep on working around $1,000 per month, $2,000 per month. Very few people, they take home $10,000. It's true, mama. So imagine you who don't have a degree. Where will you ever get $10,000? Don't reason with only the resources you have. Call upon for the grace. In whatever you're doing, call upon for miracles. In whatever you're doing. As you work diligently. Amen. Not when you're sleeping. Work diligently. Me and my husband were arguing the other day. About goals. And wealth. And all that. And we're saying you know. There was a lady. We were talking about. Um, how she became wealth. She was rewarded. By the company she's been working for. For many years. They rewarded her. With. A lot of money, millions. And so I was, I was telling my husband, so this lady, one day just slept and woke up and here millions. He said, no, she's been working so hard for this company. Now is when they have recognized what she has been doing for them. They are rewarding her for what she has been doing. But what do we do, Christians? We want to go to a prophetic church where the prophet is announcing miracles money. Mm. And then we go home, sit, and wait miracles money 
to land on my pillow <laughs> as I'm sleeping. Masi. Even when you're a relative or when one of us here connects you with a job, you go there acting like you're the big boss Very and true. misbehaving. Yes, mama. Very true. Because you know the job came miraculous. Mm. So even in this job, I'll make miracles money. And then you start stealing. Mm. Man, you're going to rot in jail. You're going to work hard. And as you work hard, and you pray, and you believe, I'm telling you, God will reward you one of these fine days. Amen. But you need to work. You need to do something. You want to become a great worshiper. You want wealth from the gift you have. You got to go to the studio and record your songs. Mm. Don't wait for the studio to find your tremor. Where? Who is going to carry all his studio equipment to come and record mm. you? Mm. <laughs> it's not... You'll have to take a walk, go to the studio. But in faith you can go with no songs, but knowing I am gifted. But you've been practicing in your voice how to sing well. You can sit there and the angels of the Lord and Holy Spirit can check in, give you a song and you record it. I've just seen an angel of the Lord that somebody is going to record a song. Here. Amen. As I was speaking, I just saw the angel of the Lord. I speak, do I have somebody here with a good voice? Stand up. If you're here and you have a good voice and you want to record a song, stand up. If you don't have a good voice and you want to record, stand up. You don't believe you have a good voice. You who have sat, never stand up. You will record after 10 years. I'm not kidding. You cannot be my worshiper and I'm calling people to stand up. And I say, I see an angel, you sit. Come here. Kneel here. Kneel on this white carpet. That's why I'm seeing angels. Give me oil. Where's the, the water, the water, the water, the water? Give me water. The holy water. Give me the holy water. You are going to see my God. You will go to the studio. You will record. And your songs will hit because of the favor of God. The oil of favor is upon you. Don't waste your time. I will be your first promoter. Amen. By the way, just in case you don't know me, I'm a qualified promoter by Basata. I can promote your music. I can even manage your music. But I'm not saying I'm going to be your manager. I'll just promote you on my social media. Give me that water right now. Any barrenness in your voice is disappearing. Disappearing. By the grace of God, you're going to be wealthy through your music. Snatchy is not a simple woman. For you to bring her here, you need to think twice if you can afford. As I sprinkle this water upon you, receive it. 
Receive it. In Jesus Christ's name. Take it, take it, take it, take it. Every evil that has been eating your voice. Come out. Come out. Come out. I bless you to go and record. Take it now. Anyone who is watching me on social media, you are gifted, you feel you're talented, but you lack confidence. The angel of the Lord has checked in, has said this is your season. Don't let 2023 end before your song is listened in all radios. Through this anointing of today, through the anointing of today, I'm telling you, you are going to become wealth through it. Today, I'm here to speak to people who wants to be wealth. And you are one of them that the angels of the Lord has chosen. Take it now. Take it. Take it. Receive it. Go and make it, children of God. Go and make it. Amen? Don't reason with the resources you have. Where are you going to get 10 million to do videos? Don't allow that to hold you back. Go to a studio. Record. Come here. We listen to your songs. And you will see yourself prosper. Amen? Amen. Number, number, another point. Be a shower in the kingdom of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 10 to 11 says, Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store for seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through us your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. You want wealthy in the kingdom of God? You have to be a shower in the kingdom of God. Give as much as you can to the kingdom of God. Amen. Imagine with the little money we get here, how we've been touching lives. What if we had about 10 millionaires here? Who whenever we had something to do with God or the kingdom of God's projects, they give millions. No thousands you keep on singing. And you've been giving 20,000, 100,000. If you want God to touch you, you need to start giving millions. I'm singing 2023 millionaires. I receive the money. And if God blesses you with millions, give. Understand, as long as you earn over a million, you get an income of a million every month. You're part of these people. Amen. You should be able to give God's work a million plus. Amen. And that is how God will bless you. That is how I see wealth working for many of us. Amen. Ask those who have dared God in that. Ask them. I like giving an example with one of my, my daughters here. She, she really touches me. And this is a couple of them. When I said, God has spoken, we're going to the project of a car. You remember? Yes. My mm. car. People came here, they pleaded. Yes? yes? Were you among the people who pleaded? Raise your hand. 
Purihanda. Have you touched money or not? So why you didn't give God first priority? That could hinder more millions coming to you. So one of the daughters here who pledged money, $5,000, she got some money she had saved somewhere. She gave out the $5,000 cash. Can I tell you something? And don't start guessing who is who, yeah? Before you go looking for her to give, to share with you. No. Mm. As we speak right now, there was a house that was stuck that she had not finished. She's finishing that house. Amen. As we speak, she has bought a new land and she's about to finish her third house. Amen. Amen. As we speak, she has now her own houses. Three of them. Each one of the houses has three bedrooms and servants' quarter. Amen. Connect. Tell me if $5,000 would have built the house for her. So where has the money come from? When you become a shower in the kingdom of God, God multiplies you. I'm always sharing with a few people here. You people, you have your money in your accounts. I'm telling you, me, I don't have money in my accounts. My money is in the air. When I need it, I call it, it comes. My money is in the air. It's in heavenly places. When I call it, it locates me. When I'm in need, it will come. God will never embarrass me. He's my Jehovah Jireh. And I'm not saying we should not save. We need to save. We need to save. The Bible encourages us to save. But I cannot have money in my account. And there's a woman who doesn't have food. Never. Not me. I cannot have money in my account. And there's a kid who has not gone to school. I'm saving. I'm saving for who? For what? God gave me that money. Knowing I will meet this child. And this child needs to go to school. I'll have to take this child to school first. I cannot have money in my accounts. And God has spoken to me, DOZ, we need to feed people. I have to. I say to the graduates, we're going to have lunch or breakfast at Hyatt. You think I have that money? What I know, by that day when we are going to sit there, the money will locate me. Sometimes I can just sit like this in the restaurant and somebody just pays my bills. It has happened not once, not twice. Ask those people who go with me out. Somebody says they know me. I bless them. They pay the bills. When you become a shower in the kingdom of God, God will multiply you. One thing you have to know, God has given you that money so that you can become a blessing to others. None of you here, my children, you can go through problems and God has spoken to me. And I refuse to bless you. Mm. It is a lie. Mm. And that's why even when I bless you, I, I don't get bothered. Whether you leave the church or you continue to stay, it's up to you. Christianity 
Let me, no, let me say Christians. One of the things we lack is loyalty. Yes. But I've also realized the devil comes to cut that relationship because through that relationship is where you get your blessings. You have to understand, as much as we're speaking about the grace here, the grace is given, distributed according to our faith. Read your Bible. You will see. So some of us have been given certain grace that when we release it to somebody, you start prospering. You can go to another man of God doesn't have that grace. Don't say he's not anointed. He just doesn't have that grace. So if he could honor maybe the grace I have, we connect, things will flow. Amen. Show me people who stayed here with us and their lives are still the same as they came to me from day one. Show me those people. I don't know anyone. Every one of you who came across me got transformed. Every one of you who came across me and you have not prospered, it's because I preached to you and it comes through out the other ear. But if you could hear what I'm telling you and you do it, you will go far. The people who get to enjoy the grace upon a prophet, they are those who honor the word of a prophet. Amen. That is why Peter prospered. He honored what Jesus said to him in the boat. Imagine the whole night. They had not caught any fish. But when Jesus told him, go, go back to that boat. He said, by your word, I'll do so. You hear the word of a prophet. You put it in action. I say this week, let's go bless people. Go bless people. You, you expect me to keep on writing on the chat. Don't forget, we are going to bless people. You don't even see the poster of church. You don't come to church. It's until you see the poster. Yet you know every Tuesday there is a service here. Every Friday there is a service. Wednesday we have leadership class. It's until you are reminded. Grow up. Mature. The wealth of the kingdom of God is for mature people. Who mature spiritually? Not physically. Unezukana mwili mnene sana. Unajiona umekoma. Kume ni mwili umejaa. Ehewa. Siu mwili. Unezukua na kicho kikubwa kushinda chakwangu jumini na kicho kidogo. Ukadhani umebeba akili na maarifa. Kumbe si unene wa kichwa. Ni unene wa kanuni za injili ya Yesu Kristo. Huo utakupeleka mbali. Amen. Niliwambia mpendaki nikija kuongea mambo ya hela. Hapo mpendi Oh, we're in English service. That's why you're not saying amen. Okay. I'm saying I know you don't like it when I speak about, mm, you know, mm, prosperity mm, and manners. Mm. So are we together? Yes, mama. So why am I not hearing an amen? Amen. Oh, can I just go to America a bit so dollars can land? Hmm. Another point. God wants you to prosper through obedience. 
God wants you to prosper through obedience. We read in the book of Deuteronomy and we can read again in Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 to 3. And I'm about to finish. Hallelujah. Now it shall be if you diligently listen to. Diligently. What is diligently in Swahili? Diligent. Diligently in Swahili is what? Eh? Oh, to go Kingereza. Can I stay in English? Okay. When we come to Swahili, we will translate it. No problem. So now, it shall be if you diligently listen to and obey the voice of the Lord, your God, being careful to do all of his actions all of his commandments which I am commanding you today the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you pay attention to the voice of the Lord your God you will be blessed in the city and you will be blessed in the field now it shall be if you diligently Listen to obey the voice of the Lord. Carefully. There's no shortcut, children of God. We need to obey. So what obedience is required when it comes to, to prosperity? I mean to wealth. Number one. What are we to obey when it comes to wealthy so that we can become wealthy in the kingdom of God? Number one. Tithing. Mm. Deeper, Mama. Are we together? We are together. Tithing. This is the covenant foundation of financial fortune. It is also the first word that makes the balance meaningful as it is written. So tithing is key. I'm not even going to ask you, let's read the scripture together. But the Bible says in the book of Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 and Leviticus 27 30, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that, that there may be meant in mine house and prove me now herewith, say the Lord of hosts, it's if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings that there shall not be a room enough to receive so in this scripture it shows when we tithe devout is rebuked amen number two open windows of heaven hence blessings poured out to you tithe remains a covenant obligation child of god it remains to be a covenant obligation for financial fortune. Amen. I can testify this to you. How many tithes? You're a tither. Raise your hand. So how many are in an agreement with this word? You have seen through yes, your tithes. Yes, my prophet. It's very true. We must understand that our tithe is not a donation. Don't confuse tithe with donation. All what you have been seeing me giving out to prisons, to needy people, it is not my tithe. Ask Rose, she's seated there. Do I tithe or not? I tithe. Ask her. I tithe on behalf of the church also. 
Don't confuse donation. And quickly, I'm just going to show you different types of offering. Can I finish at 11.30? Yes. It's fine? Okay. Because we're in the beginning of the month, and also we are ending the year, and we are going to the new year. There are things you need to understand. You have enough capacity. Thank you. So, it is a part of our spiritual responsibility. The truth is, any believer who is not a tither remains a financial struggler. Mm. Just know, if you are scared of tithing 100,000, it will be difficult for you to be blessed with 10 million so you can, so you can tithe 1 million. Mm. If you struggle in tithing from 100 million, it will be a problem for you to touch 100 million dollars. Because the devourer has not been rebuked. It's rebuked when you tithe. So now, when we look at the New Testament, there's a way it wants us to give and tithe. But maybe I can continue with that next week. But for now, let me give you, let me break down the things you need to do with obedience, as we say it here. So, make sure you tithe all your income, whether business, whatever you receive in your revenue, you have to tithe. Amen? Amen. And I'm not saying you go take company's money, you come and tithe. No, but if it's your company and you feel pushed to tithe, you should tithe. But all your income is a person, you should tithe. So the scripture here wants us to tithe 10%. Old Testament speaks of 10%. But the New Testament wants us to tithe with no limitation. That means if Old Testament they were tithing 10%, we should do more. According to Jesus, he wants us to give as much as we can. But 10% helps us to control things. Amen? Amen. So we have different types of offering. Tithe is number one, which is found in the book of Malachi. First fruit is second. Tithe comes first before first fruits. Because first fruit is something you do once. Tithe you do continuously. Yes. First fruit is your divine comprehensive insurance, as I've always told you, for the whole year. How many gave their first fruit beginning of this year? Raise your hand. Did you lack anything? No. I want you to say like you mean it. Did you lack anything? No. Because I've always told you it's your divine insurance, a comprehensive insurance. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9, 10, it is also written, honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of thine increase. So shall thy bands be filled with plenty and thy prices shall burst out with new wine. I've always told you, first fruits, it's an offering that entails faith and obedience. Because imagine you giving your first fruit. Is there somebody who doesn't understand first fruit? First fruit, you give your one month income, beginning of the year. Whatever you've been receiving every month, one month you sacrifice and give it out. 
So you don't have to give only for January. You can say me my December, all my December. I give it out end of December as my first fruit for January. But in this church, we always give first fruit January. But I receive like, from different people. Also, when you get a new job, you have to give your first income as a first fruit. If you get a promotion and a salary increase, you need to see how you give your first fruit. That increase that has come, give it to God, the first one. These are secrets that people who have understood them, they've been eating from them. How can somebody build all these houses within a few months? Duh. You abide with different things. Principles. These are principles. Let me tell you, in this church we don't force people, we don't threaten. It is you to hear and obey. I'm just teaching you what I've learned through the Bible and what works for me. Amen. With no apologies. Amen? Amen. So, first fruits is your divine comprehensive insurance and we need to do it. So, I hope we are ready. Are we ready to give in January? Yeah. We are ready, eh? Yeah. I get excited with this church because they have learned about it. Number, number three, free will offering. I know most of you remember this, but I'm just reminding you again. Free will offering is a must. The Bible is clear on this. It shows us in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 12. It says, should people cheat God? Yet you have cheated me. But you ask, what do you mean? When, when did we ever cheat you? You have cheated me of the tithes and offerings due to me. Ah, sorry, I'm reading Malachi. I was to read 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 12. It says, For the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. So free will, you give what you have. It's the offering we give you every Sunday, every service. That's a free will offering. Take a sacred offering for the Lord every time you come to his church, I mean to, to his presence. Exodus chapter 35, 5 says, Take a sacred offering, the Lord. Let those with generous hearts present the following gifts to the Lord. Gold, silver, and bronze. Amen? Yeah. Those who have. So you only give what you have. You can't give what you don't have. It's a free will. Nobody will tell you we need to give 10% today offering. No, you just give according to your, to your will. Number four. I'm on number four. Welfare offering. Giving to the less privileged. If you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord and he will repay you. According to Proverbs chapter 19 verse 17, it says, Therefore, no, give it to me there. Give me the scripture. It says, He who is gracious and lends a hand to the poor, lends to the Lord, and the Lord will repay him for his goodness, uh, for his good deed. Hallelujah. I'm moving first. That one is very transparent. That's what I'm saying. This is not tithe. Many people, they confuse this with tithe. You go to give people 
uh, like in December, many people that will be going to give? No. This one is even encouraged. It's part of the principles of the kingdom of God. It's found in the book of Matthew. That we need to give to the needy. And the Bible encourages us and says, the religious that is only acceptable before God, it is giving to the orphans and... Wow, I'm finishing. Amen? Amen. So like when we hear us talking about DOZ, you should be able to give. The Bible says in the book of Galatians chapter 6 verse 10, Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to anyone, especially to those in the family of faith. It is wrong for us to have here needy people and we don't bless them. For example, these as our traditions, we should get ready to bless their widows and also orphans in our midst during this festive season. Amen? We do that Christmas time or before. Number five, prophet offering. It is appreciating God for his grace upon the prophets. It is a commandment, acknowledgement of you're being blessed through the prophets. Anyone who receives you receives me. And anyone who receives me receives the Father who sent me. If you receive a prophet as one who speaks for God, you will be given the same reward as a prophet. That's the book of Matthew chapter 10, verse 40 to 42. Amen? If you have... The Bible shows us also in the book, in the book of... 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 11. If you, if we have sown spiritual seeds among you, is it too much if we reap a material harvest from you? Is it too bad? It is rightful for you to bless me as your prophet. Only if you're my prophet. You don't have to wait for us to announce, come and sow a seed. You can just be at home and you feel, I want to go and bless prophet. Call me, text me. I want to, to do this for the prophet. Do it. Don't wait to be pushed. Don't wait that when I finish the service, you come and, no. But of course, when I have given you word like this of power and teaching you how to be wealthy, you should have a good seed. Come and lay it on the altar in an agreement of the word. Hallelujah. It's an error for me as a prophet here in this church to be feeding myself from my business. You should be able to bless me. It is a blessing and such an honor and you will increase. Ask, ask one of my daughters here. She's the one who pays for my nails. Every time I need to do my nails, she pays. Ask her. She's never lacked. Her and the husband, they're blessed to be a blessing. And every time I do my nails, something happens in her business. You should be having shops for shoes. I should be wearing shoes from your shops. As your prophet, as I'm preaching the gospel, I'm stepping here. The devil who is eating your business is being stepped on by those shoes. Hallelujah. It is a blessing 
for me to dress like I'm dressed now by Lex Fashion. Why would God not bless her? Look, it's even all, most, most of the people here, they are, they, are, they are dressed by Lex Fashion, our protocols, our worshippers, ushers, every now and then. Why would you go stitch your clothes somewhere else and not do from her? That is witchcraft. Mm. Be delivered. You want to do your dress, go and do from your fellow sister. Bless her. She's been blessing your prophets. She's been blessing the house of the Lord. She's always making us dresses, but when she asks you for 30,000, mm. you go and look for your fundi of 10,000. Mm -hmm. And you want wealth. There's a difference between riches and wealth. We'll talk on Tuesday. I'm having a service whereby I'm just releasing anointing of finances to locate you. There will be oil of finances to locate you before the end of this year because I said you have to bless me. By force, by fire, by thunder. You have to bless me. And you have to bless your mother, your biological parents and bless me. Because I'm seeing some of you, you're losing out your blessings. To buy me a perfume, you have to kujizungusha. It is even a blessing for you to wear perfume from PT. Why would you wear perfume from another shop? Mm. It is okay to have others, but make sure PT is there. Oh, yeah. Then Louis Vuitton, Gucci. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm. You have. You make sure you mix. You put Louis Vuitton. Make sure you mix with PT. Mm. Mm. Anointing flows. Mm. You have a shop and you don't sell my perfume. What witchcraft is that? You're selling whose perfumes? And you want wealth. I'm talking to somebody who is here. Yes. I preach for you here. I teach you things and you don't wear my perfume. Mm. Today also let me get a platform to just advertise myself. Mm. I can do that. Deeper, deeper. God wants me to do that. Deeper. You better make sure this Christmas you buy people gifts of PT perfumes. Oh, yeah. They're going to be on a special offer. Check on us oh, yeah. this coming week. You know, and our packages are really beautiful. Mm. You have to buy your mother. You have to buy. Put an order immediately. So, and you tell us how you want us to package it. Amen. You know, we are good in branding. We will brand it nicely. If you want your mother's picture to be somewhere on that champagne, you know, we can do all that for you. So make sure you order PT perfume. Amen. 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 It is wrong for you not to have a PT mantle. Mm. PT anointing oil. Mm. You keep on using cooking oil. For what? Mercy. And we don't sell oil. It's even for free. Who is your witch doctor? Mm. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 15 and verse 27, and we are finishing. They were pleased to do it, and indeed they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have shared in the Jews spiritual blessings, they owe it to the Jews. So share with them their material blessings. Me, I share with you spiritual. And you, you share what? Materials, baby. Mm. I had materials from you. Oh, yes. 
I don't want to come here and lie to you. I'm building a church. I don't know I'm doing what. I'm blessing DOZ people. No. I want you to bless me. Before the end of this, this month, you need to do a service of just coming to bless our mother, our prophet. Kenya ningesema tunendaka tumebeba chondo. We are going to bless our mother. And you people, you're so blessed with the prophet. Hannah Maku. Hallelujah. Any from my heart. Like now I don't even have handkerchiefs. I need. Ask those who have blessed me how God has blessed them. Amen. Amen. That one I'm emphasizing because I've seen people they come to see me in my office. Prophet. I've come to speak a word in my life. If I need to speak a word in, my, in your life, I'll call you. Don't worry. Prophets, I need directions. Mkono mtupu haulambwi. Chandelena ibada. The word is clear. When it was time for Saul to go and see the prophet, he went packaged with gold. You, you want prophet to you want to provoke the prophet. We don't charge gifts are for free, but gospel is expensive. I sit here the whole day mm. with no food. You still want me to be bought food from offering. And you even knew I had an appointment to the prophet. Hours prior, you know I'm going to see the prophet. Asante mama nakupenda. Barikiwa nimesikia nitaenda kulitendea. Provoke. You come to see a prophet with something. Saul and the way he was evil, he even prophesied because he went with a seed. And I'm the only prophet I think in the region. Where people come to see me and I don't sell oil, I don't sell water, I don't sell, you don't have to buy anything, you just come. And many of you, when you come to see me, I even give you chocolates, I give you pee-pee. Mm. Sometimes I'm looking, what do I have to bless this one with? It's true, my prophet. Mtoportiza barakazenu. Be awakened. Amen? Amen. Project offering. And I'm finished. God can withhold your projects if you don't give his a priority. The Bible speaks in the book of Haggai. It says, now go up into the hills, bring down timber and rebuild my house. Then I will take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. You hoped for the rich harvest, but they were poor. And then you brought your harvest home. I blew it away. Why? Because my house lies in ruins, says the Lord of heaven's armies. While all of you are busy building your own fine houses, it is because of you that the heavens withhold the dew and the earth produce the crop. Amen? Giving towards God's project quickens your harvest. Mm. It took Solomon 20 years to build the Lord's temples and his royal palace. And the end of that, everything was finished. He finished for the Lord, and his were also finished. 
I still remember the testimony of Minister David when they wanted to buy a car and then they saw how we were struggling with DOZ when the first time we were going to Kenya and I had told them not to buy that old car they wanted to buy. So this one couple that really listens to me when I speak. That's why God blesses them. And they work together. I'm talking because they work together as a couple. And so they, they, they honored. They never bought the car. And they decided to help. They did not tell me. They came to testify later because they knew I would have told them don't touch it. But they decided to sponsor DOZ to help here and there. And look, when we finished and it was time, God made a way for them to buy a bigger car. They were to buy a car of 7 million or 8 million. God made them buy a car for how much? 20 million. These Jewish, they were delivered from Babylon. And all they did was first to eat, first to build for themselves. Most of you, you get delivered. Like on Tuesday, we're going to be having a service. You get delivered, you get money. But you don't remember God's project. You first remember, hey, I need to buy a house. I need to buy a car. I need to build. Can I tell you how I've built up or how God has, has, has taken me through the little wealth I have. Not little, more wealth I have. I have big wealth. I'm wealthy. Before I could drive a car, I bought a woman of God a car. You guys, I've told you many times, you think me, I say, giving out cars here? Me, I'm a giver. I'm graced with giving. After I gave that woman a car, somebody bought me my first car, Nissan. And after that, I got a Nissan Extra. And after that, I got a Jeep. And after that, I got Lexus when they were new. Not this small, the big ones. Then one day God told me to leave everything. You don't know my story. You get to know by bits. I started from scratch. From that time, until to date, me, I've never spent a coin to buy myself a car. Cars locate me. You want wealth. There's a difference between riches and wealth. Wealth, you don't budget for bread. I've told you many times. Everything you're budgeting. When you become wealthy, you just take and you give. It's only that you've told your mind, me, I will never give an offering of a thousand. I will always give ten plus or a hundred plus. Or I don't know how many work like me. That's how I work. God wants you to first support his projects. And then he will release your projects. Wait, the day we build for God a church here in Tanzania. The day we get a place, we build for God a church. I'm telling you, you will see. Me, I'll build a castle for myself after I have built for God. Because I know how it works. We'll have crazy projects happening in our lives. 
So now, you want to drive a Range Rover, you want to drive a Discovery, you want to drive a Lamborghini, but look, when God gave you a Vitz, whom did you carry to go to church? Even just escorting my car was a problem. Mm. Because that's God's project. When will God ever? Ever be honored by us Christians. God is a spirit. Don't wait for God to sit on top of this flower. God is speaking right now through me. That is God. That is God. Catholic churches, they are wealthy. Why? Because they build schools. They build hospitals to help others. But prophetic churches, what do we do? When we get money, tunaweka watu kwa jua, hata tuwezi tukawajengea maisi wakakandani. When you give God first priority in everything, now I'm speaking all around, Things will change in your life. You can come here. I pray for you. You receive grace. Your business starts booming. God will watch over you. What are you going to do with that business that is booming right now after the grace? After you have received the grace, you need to apply the principles so that your business can be sustained. Your wealth can be sustained. You can keep on flowing, flowing. You know, I have to be honest. In this church and people who surround me, I have daughters. I have daughters and hotters. I don't know where you lie. I have seen daughters, sons, who listen to the word and they do as I'm telling them. seen God take them to places. Most of them, they don't come here to testify what they testify to me and what I am seeing. They came here as just by the way. Today, money just keeps on locating them. And as they continue to give towards the kingdom of God, they will never lack. And this is my prayer for you. As you understand, I repeat, and I want us to repeat together. Financial prosperity, financial prosperity is not a gift. It's not a gift. It is a product. It's a product of covenant practices. Of covenant Please practices. write down. Write down. I know I'm always saying this thing, but I want you to write it afresh. Financial prosperity. Financial prosperity. Is not a gift. It's not a gift. It is a product of covenant practices. And I conclude with the book of 3 John, chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. The scripture is ready, you can give me. 3 John, chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. It says... Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health. This is my prayer for somebody today. Amen. Physically. Uh -huh. 
Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. It gave me greatly joy when some believers came and testified about your faithfulness to the truth, telling how you continue to walk in it. Baswan, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. This is my prayer for you. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Arise.